Hey, welcome to the Finance Fam Podcast, where we cover finances, faith, family, and freedom. Whether you're in debt or a seasoned investor, we cover all the ways where being the rat race, thriving in recession, building wealth for future generations, and living with purpose to ultimately gain freedom and impact the kingdom, however the Lord calls us as believers. My name is Isaiah, and I'm one of the hosts of the show, alongside my good friend Andrew. We're both millennials living typical millennial lives, plus we love Jesus, we love our families, and we love freedom. Everything we cover is for entertainment purposes and should not be considered financial advice. Please don't sue us. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, everyone, to Finance Fam. You already know what my name is. It's Andrew. You know my name. It's Isaiah. (laughs) You don't even have to say it. That's right. Yeah. I actually heard someone say that this was some feedback um, you, uh, based on her picture, it doesn't have our name. So it's like, which one of us is Indian for those listening? You have no idea. And I'm going to have you guess, is it Andrew or is it Isaiah? Leave a comment. Who's the white guy? <laughs> Fantastic. Sweet, sweet. So we have a listener question today to start off. Yeah. What parentheses max percentage of your income should a mortgage take up? Whoa. Ooh, that's a really spicy. good one. That is a spicy question. I love this because you're asking a non-expert. And what's more dangerous than a non-expert with an opinion and a microphone? Well, you got it, finance fam. I'll tell you what I think. I will refer to Dave Ramsey for this one. Great. And uh, this is actually a good financial goal when you talk about income goals. One way to calculate how much income you need is what your mortgage is. Go for the smallest possible mortgage amount as a general rule of thumb. And the answer to that question, a 25% of your income. That Great. will leave plenty of space. Some say 30, but the the closer, I'll, I'll go on the side of 25. I think that leaves plenty of space, just my opinion, for investments, for fire stuff, yeah. all of the above. That's great. I like the Dave Ramsey approach. I, I tend to agree. I would not go over 30%. Yeah. It, ideally, you're house hacking, which we'll get into later, Ooh. and you're you know, maximizing your space and your income and maybe you like who says your your mortgage needs to be your biggest expense that's actually not true like you can you can have other people pay for that so that sucker so live in a tiny home live in a mobile home that's right no. or own 20 homes then uh, you're not paying for any of them <laughs> how does that work that's a mystery there you go. <laughs> so yeah i'd say that to answer the question 25 to 30 percent fantastic thank you uh for whoever gave us this question we really appreciate it so today we're going to talk about coffee now, coffee, I, I put parentheses here, the socially acceptable addiction. Mm. Caffeine. <laughs> yeah, it's a drug. It is totally a drug. Totally gets your pupils smaller. Keeps, uh, keeps the world running. That's right. Where would we be without coffee? Yeah. So we're going to talk about how much you can save. I mean, this is just a very simple topic here. How much you can save by making coffee at home. This is a very yeah. simple topic, but it's staggering. We've done the math for you, so you don't have to. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of money. But before we go there, I've got to talk about an insane internet rabbit hole that I went down. So I was chilling, watching TikTok videos. Shout out to China for taking all my information. <laughs> um, so I was watching a TikTok video the other day, and I found out the most expensive coffee in the world comes from this badger's poop in India. That's right. For $500 a pound, you can get some of this special coffee. I can't even pronounce it, but it's fancy. We're going to link to it in the podcast description. <laughs> <laughs> you can yes, buy it. Affiliate links. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the reason why it's so expensive, I mean, first of all, you got to have a badger. 
I don't have any badgers that are going to poop coffee for me. But the reason uh, it's so expensive and has a unique taste is it will eat the coffee beans or cherries or whatever they are, and then it'll digest in their system, and it produces a special fermentation. And it's just in there long enough for... (laughs) It's just in there long enough for it to be uh, fermented. Rare. <laughs> exactly. And expensive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, $500 a pound. Is that a reasonable uh, reasonable cost for such a special item? If you're drinking that every day, I mean, I don't know you're going to be retired unless you're, you know, Jeff Bezos and... Yeah, maybe Whatever. that's a retirement goal, drinking poop <laughs> to, coffee. To, to achieve <laughs> this Badger's coffee on a daily basis to consume it. That would be fat fire. And so I was wondering, like, is this a good investment? Is this a good purchase? Should I flip it and sell it online, Isaiah? I like the way you think. Yeah. That that was my is, immediate is thought. Is anyone in America selling that? And then you I go to Starbucks <laughs> and get that. Exactly. And then I thought, how how easy is this to fake, right? This is totally poop coffee from Indonesia. 100%. Yeah. I hand you a piece of coffee or here or a pound of coffee here. $500 totally made by a badger. I is promise like, you it's poop coffee. Do they say like it's the flavor that's the attraction or is it got insane levels of caffeine or what's like what's the draw? It's a unique taste. It's a unique taste. So it's it's all taste. flavor. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But how are you to know what poop coffee tastes I was like? Say, I don't know. You'd have no idea. And you'd be angry at me, right? For not giving you this, poop coffee. You know, this reminds me, I'm going to go on a rabbit trail. This reminds me of you the experiment it. where they did the wine tasting and they had three bottles and they had them in tiers like $20 bottle, $50 bottle, $100 bottle. Everybody said the $100 bottle tasted the best, but they were all the same wine. They were trying to prove a psychological experiment where your brain what? associates more value just because you paid more. So sales on a one, always charge more. That's I'll get off my uh, my high horse, but oh, that's, that's kind of reminds me of this when we were bringing it back to coffee. Hey, just want to take a second. This is our plug. If you are somebody who needs help with your finances, whether you need help with a budget or getting out of debt or starting your investing journey, Andrew and I can help you. Go into the podcast description. There's a form there. You can fill out some information and we will get back to you. All right. Thanks. Back to the show. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, you have to talk, when you talk about coffee and how much people spend on coffee, you got to bring up millennials. I mean, it's just the elephant in the room. Millennials are notorious. It's, what is it? Avocado toast. Avocado toast. What are we famous for? You're not a millennial. You're Gen I, Z, right? I'm, I'm a, I identify as a millennial. <laughs> there we go. I have two kids. <laughs> sure. You're a millennial. Let, let's go. Avocado toast, coffee, and what else? Subscriptions. Um, yes. Forgetting how many subscriptions you have. Being financially irresponsible. Yeah. Boom. Needing a medal for everything. Boom <laughs> Participation trophies. That's it. Participation trophies. So another thing we're known for is uh, spending more on coffee than retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Because we we can't buy homes. Oh, no. (laughs) We can't go open our jobs, so we're just going to blow it all on coffee. Oh, no. (laughs) To survive. It says 41% of millennials spent more on coffee than retirement. Two grand per year. And I actually look at that. That's not too crazy. So for the daily coffee, if you drink a, you know, Coffee once a day, that's $30 a week, $130 a Are we a talking month. like Starbucks, Dunkin'? Yeah, so, I don't know. The, like the, averages? Yeah, I, yeah like an average an like average cup of coffee, like a latte or whatever. Gotcha. Like yeah. It's probably going to be cheaper if you get black, but on average. So, <clears throat> so what is your response when you hear that millennials, 41% of millennials spend more on coffee than retirement? As a Gen Zer, I feel like you can just roast us. I can, yeah, I can go to both. <laughs> you can roast us. Da, da, da. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. 
it just goes to show one i used to be this person so i'm like i I identify like oh yeah i was trying to get through college where you're having a rough day and i'm like emotional eater or emotional drinker so i'm like i need some coffee i need starbucks i need a right now i need a venti please thank you and yeah six seven bucks just goes by and before you know it your budget's gone or if if you have a budget at this time i didn't have a budget and you realize like man i just blew whatever it was like we're saying two grand a year on average i'm i'm sure we are currently hitting that unfortunately (laughs) um so it's sad uh the biggest thing and and i guess before we go into like opportunity cost yes i I do want to say like there are people who get really extreme or like you know suffer and don't don't eat out and don't you know enjoy something because fire and it's like well no like treat yourself and take your wife out on a date for for god's sake and love your kids and go out to chick-fil-a and get a nice meal and whatever go to chili's middle class fancy but nonetheless like if you're doing this every day or twice a day it sneaks up on you. So why don't you share about what that money could do in the long term? Hey, just want to take a quick second and thank you for listening to this show. If you have found value, if it's benefited your life, if you enjoy listening to us, would you please take a second just to, uh, it literally takes a second, scroll up to the top of Spotify if you're listening there and just leave a five-star review, share it with somebody, maybe send a screenshot, post it on Instagram, do whatever you want. But the way podcasts grow is by sharing it by word of mouth. That's the primary way they grow. So if you could take a second and share that, that would be so awesome and benefit us. So again, thank you for listening. Back to the show. Yeah, this is where, I mean, this is what's known as the slingshot effect of money. So if you make habits right now, you know, simple choices like making coffee at home, meal prepping, not getting a dog. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Well, I know, right? How dare you? <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah, we episode. could. Yeah, dog. <laughs> we'll just talk about dogs for yeah. a while. Uh, so $130 a month. So if you get a coffee every weekday, all right, I feel like that's pretty conservative. That's not like an insane outside the realm of possibility. That's $30 a week. That's $130 a month and around $1,500 a year. That's less than the national average, all right? Yeah. So that if you invest that sucker, so you can do this, it's fine. But just know that if you invest that for 40 years at a 10% rate of return, you're going to be, instead of getting your coffee every day, you'll have a cool $700,000. Ooh, baby. 40 years and it's just 130 dollars a month mind you yeah so basically what i'm saying is you could buy and invest in a coffee maker you'll gain 700 grand by doing that by uh by making that decision yeah and you can you know you can get by with keurig machines and making coffee at home and you know those k-cups are like i don't know pennies in the dollar so that's one way to have coffee at home and yeah. Save money and invest it. So if you make coffee in a coffee maker, you brew it at home and it costs 16 cents per cup. Now that's a cup of coffee that would be costing you, I don't know, five, six dollars. So that's that can add up. That can add up to a lot yeah. of savings. I'm going to plug in Publix um, cold brew. We literally have four things in that refrigerator outside of this room. It's $4 for like a liter, a liter and a half, I think. And I mean, you can't get that much coffee at Starbucks with four bucks. I bought a, I did buy a grande iced coffee today and it was like four sixty seven. I could have bought this whole tub of really good iced coffee at Publix and it would have lasted me a week. So it's just, it's just the decisions and knowing where you want to put your money. Yeah. Well, the, the little things, the little things add up. 
like you said, you make that decision to buy. I mean, really what you're doing is buying in bulk when you're buying a liter of coffee Mm -hmm. versus buying it at Starbucks for, I don't know, they give you the little tiny cups. It's, it's going to save you money when you're thinking that way. And so it's just a, a few things to keep in mind. Go to Target. Get a coffee maker for $25. Yeah. Save half a million over the next 40 years. Bang. How do you get half a million dollars? I just told you. You go to Target. Shout out to Target. And you pay $25. What a ROI. Yeah. $25 yeah. for 500 Gs, yo. All right. That concludes today's episode. This episode is not meant to shame you. We all love our treats and our coffee, but the reality is we got to think about the opportunity cost of money. What could you be doing and saving if you were to buy a coffee maker or make coffee at home or not eat out as often? So think about what you can do if you can invest that money, what that ROI is, what the opportunity cost is, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks again.